Welcome, Welcome travelling friends, friends of Australia. Australia. We are Willem and Annika, and we hope you enjoy this episode of our podcast. Where we have a chat to other travellers and give them the opportunity to tell their stories and share the tips that they've learned along the way. Today we're talking to Carol and Adam from Barefoot and Breastless. Hi Carol and Adam, how are you? Yeah, very good. Yeah, where are you at the moment? Um, we're currently in Mackay at the moment. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I love Mackay. Yeah. yeah, I'm a brother. So we, um, we've been here for a few days now. We came here back in start of September for a few weeks. And we actually left our caravan here while we did Cape York. So we um, yeah. uh, camped in the swags. Six weeks Six in weeks. the swags. <laughs> so, that wow. is we're long. Just... I've actually not had yeah. that going that <laughs> long. Wow. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It must have been a great experience, though, six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Bit of a novelty for the kids, too, being in the, in the swags. They thought it was mm-hmm. great fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good thing was, it really rain, so it was dry weather, which helps. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah Tell us a bit about uh, who Carol and Adam is. You can start. I can start. All right. Um, well, um, I'm Adam and I'm 40 years old. All right. Um, I'm a plumber by trade. Uh, in the last 10 years, I've actually working as a consultant in designing plumbing and, and fire services for buildings. And then, um, yeah, I really enjoy fishing in outdoors and, and traveling around. And this year, we've been able to make it a, a full-time, full-time journey for us at the moment. It's been fantastic, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm Carol. Um, the last seven years I've been at home looking after the kids. Before that, I had a variety of different jobs, in mainly retail. Um, I also studied graphic design at uni. Um, I worked in travel as well. And I guess one of the main things um, is our trip was kind of inspired by me going through breast cancer. Yeah, look, for, for us it was... Um everyone's in the grind and working hard and doing their thing. But then once Carol got diagnosed with breast cancer and we battled that for 12 months and she got the all clear, I thought it's just time for tools down. Let's just go. So might be a bit of a cliche, you know, everyone has their own reasons for traveling, but for us, it's just to get away and spend time as a family. It's mm. amazing. Um, yeah. We had two kids, Luke and Logan, they're um, four and seven. So um, not a bad age to travel around with the kids, but um, that was our, that was our main reason. For getting away, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Get Carol to um, you know, chill out and not have to worry. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Chemo and all that sort of thing. Just get no, out. That's yeah. awesome. Get yeah. out and leave. You know. Yeah. It's obviously not awesome going through where you're going no, through. No, I have yeah. um, I have a couple of uh, cousins and aunties that are going through mm-hmm. uh, breast cancer at the moment. Um. So yeah. It's heavy on. It's not like especially on you, but then also on your husband and your kids and the rest of the family still feel the effects. So how, how did that affect you and changed you into, you know, having now living your best life pretty much, you know, on the road. So it's great. Yeah. I think the main thing it did was made me realize not to stress about the little stupid things in life and just to basically enjoy what you can and get out and do um, do exciting stuff is mm. mainly 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like you're living rather than, I mean, I spent probably six months hidden away in my house because I didn't want to, mm. I didn't in the sun too much because of the chemo effects and also didn't want to be around other kids and other families. I didn't want to get sick because my immune system was low. So I felt like I hid away for at least six months, maybe more. Um, and just wanted to start living again, didn't I? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 We, we kept it quite normal for the kids. I mean, we tried. Yeah, we tried. I mean, yeah. they, they, um, mum was sick, but, um, you know, before Carol lost her hair, we, we shaved her head for charity and the kid, the boys actually, Cutting all your hair off, didn't they? they did. thought it was hilarious, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> had one ponytail each and they snipped it snipped off. It off. Oh. Um, yeah, we tried to keep everything as normal as we could. Um, Logan was starting kindergarten that year, so you know, but um, yeah. try to keep as simple as we could for him. Mm. Um, but they, they, they're fine, and, but I don't yeah. think they even rem- remember it to be honest. Not really, no, no. Really. yeah. If you ask them why I had no hair or why I had my surgery or anything, they just don't don't really think about it yeah they're right. at a good age they don't really remember too much about it oh, yeah okay yeah but it's good that you're having fun now yeah. <laughs> and they're having fun now <laughs> yeah they are yeah. Quite adaptable kids aren't they it's amazing what they, yeah, they, they do yeah so you obviously um i've seen your ambassador now for like breast um cancer charities and stuff yeah so i am um, i'm an ambassador for so brave um so basically what that means um the ambassador's a model ambassador mm-hmm. so with so brave they produce a calendar every year where they body paint um breast cancer survivors so that was meant to be me um in the calendar this year but the calendar was kind of well they they postponed all the shoots till next year mm. so they brought out um a special edition calendar this year because they couldn't get the body paints done because the country shut down yeah really yeah yeah. But that's awesome. You're getting behind something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's some time, probably anywhere from March to June or July, um, wherever we are, we should be having like a little photo shoot <laughs> yeah. and a big paint day yeah. celebration and stuff. So that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. They, they support um, people under 40, I think it is, give or take. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's a charity that is um, basically they want to educate younger women because a lot of younger women who find out find lumps and things are told it's nothing um and obviously it's not always nothing the most likelihood is that it is nothing but a lot of women struggle to get diagnosed when they're under 40 because it's not as likely as if you're an older woman to have breast cancer basically yeah yeah Mm. yeah my my cousin she's 35 yeah they're all young still yeah and and the other one's over 40 but still yeah yeah. See, I was only I was thirty six. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and we met we met some people um, in their twenties, haven't they? You know, like, yeah. It's just crazy. Wow. You don't realise it until you go through it, and you meet other people of similar mm. similar situation. Yeah, and I've I've even had medical professionals comment, "Oh, you're you're a bit too young to have breast cancer, aren't you?" And I'm like, uh, "Obviously not." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I from them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was an older GP, but still, it's it's a bit scary that sometimes the doctors and that aren't looking for it on their radar with the younger women. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. do you guys want to um, tell us a little bit about your setup, like your caravan and your car yeah, sure. that you've got? Yeah, so, um, 
we've got a 2014 model uh, Toyota Hilux dual cab. Um, set up in the back, you've got storage boxes, etc. You know, with the fridge in it and dual battery system and that sort of thing, and all our fun stuff with the kids all stored away in there. Um, we carry a few swags with us, so if we leave the van somewhere, we can uh, duck away and do a bit of camping uh, where we can't get with the van. Um, we're towing a, a Jayco Journey Outback Caravan. Yep. Um, it's, it's approximately 16 foot long, single axle. Um, the reason we chose this van is due to the weight because our vehicle can only tow two and a half tonne. Mm -hmm. We didn't want to spend money upgrading our vehicle. So, um, so this is a nice light caravan, uh, well built, and it's got bunks in it for the boys. Awesome. Um, yeah, which is great. They've got their own bunks and they've got their, their um, storage areas at the end of it, which is all their treasures and that go into while they're you know, um, collecting on their travels. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, really well for us, isn't it? Um, it's a pop top, pop, pop top van, so it sits nice and low, being towed and tucks in behind the car quite nicely. So, um, yeah, it's been fantastic. Yep. Yeah, my parents had the same one, except they didn't have the bunks, obviously. Um, but I know they're yeah. really, they're really awesome little Jayco. Yeah, they've got the bigger one now. So now we actually slept. All four of us slept in their caravan, like oh, yeah. Um, yeah. in July, <laughs> with my parents <laughs> because yeah. it's now bigger. Um, but yeah, no, I love the Jaycos. They're awesome. Do you have anything special like on your setup? I think. Um, Prior to lockdown, we used to carry our coffee machine everywhere. We oh, yeah. <laughs> a giant, <laughs> giant like, coffee machine. Was it, it Breville coffee yeah, machine? Yeah, set up outside <laughs> and grind away the beans and the people walking past in holiday parks smelling the coffee brewing. But anyway. Um, you kind of miss that. Yeah, we didn't bring it. We got locked down for obviously everyone did for a few months. Mm. But um, right, we, we no, I left it back at home. So, but um, we do miss that. But uh, the, the van itself is set up pretty the bunks it's pretty plenty of room they've got a nice nice table in it that we're sitting at now um because logan does his distance education schooling so we need somewhere for him to sit down each day in a comfortable environment and do a little bit of schoolwork uh, as much as you can try and get a seven-year-old to do schoolwork <laughs> but um you know and uh i think we've got our fridge in the back of the year like, like most Your people but oh, i made a little the pantry out instead of going and Spending a lot of money on a fit out, and it's got some plywood and made a pantry and with a table in it and pops out and everything, so it works out pretty good. Oh. So, yeah, been quite good, isn't it? Stores all our fishing rods and kids' gear and barbecue and all that sort of stuff here. Yeah. Our Ziggy barbecue, I missed our barbecue the last six weeks while we we're up at Cape because we didn't take we, the barbecue, we, take we just it, had we? a burner that we took with us. So oh. I missed the uh. But yeah, um, nothing, nothing too flash or spectacular. No, pretty, all pretty standard. But um, I think the boys are carrying with them. Um, they got these little treasure boxes that they've got that um, my brother gave them, which they collect all sorts of things, don't they? It's quite special to them. We also have about fifty million soft toys. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like um, whole school. Whole, yeah. It's ridiculous. They're only allowed to take away two or three. And the next minute, we've got, they've got about 15 each or something. We've just accumulated all the travellers. We're trying mm -hmm. to find all places to put this stuff in. <laughs> you keep getting rid of stuff and they keep bringing stuff into the van. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. amazing what kids collect. You know, even if it's just a handful of bucket of shells off the beach that day. And you, yeah. You're right. And then slowly, day by day, you try and flick them out of the back of the year as you, go, <laughs> as you travel along so they can get about it. But anyway. Yeah. So do you prefer beach or bush? 
Oh, we prefer the beach. The, yeah, prefer yeah. the beach. Yeah. Yeah. We grew, I grew up on the water, so, you know, waters and boats and beach and fishing and kayaking and all that sort of stuff sort of been my upbringing. The boys love it, don't they? Going out on the, on the beach. And, yeah. Yeah, really, They really enjoy it. Don't mind. No, we do like the bush too. We do like having a fire and get the campfire out and that sort of thing. But, but um, it's always nice to get back to the beach. Yeah. Mm. It is a bit strange though with your stingers and your crocs. I can't get my head around that. Yeah, yeah you can't swim too no. much up here. Yeah, yeah. crocodiles. And... <laughs> mm. but, um... So you guys, uh, you uh, did you say you're travelling for like twelve months? Yeah, look, we planned. We started out on the very first day of January this year. Mm. Um, the plan just for twelve months, but obviously COVID and lockdown and all that sort of stuff happened. We, you know, sort of changed everybody's plans really. So, yeah. um, we we started our trip heading down the east coast of Australia. And we missed all the bushfires at the time, which um, hard to believe that the bushfires this time started yeah. the year wasn't there. Mm. And we got and spent time in Tasmania and back to South Australia, and then um, got left there because of lockdown and then we um went back home for a few months but then uh back on the road and in into queensland when the borders opened back in july i think july 10th it was um they opened up we've been up in queensland since um we we plan on heading west in a few days time um into the territory and then down the middle south australia by christmas it was yeah. only about eight weeks away i think yeah, and then uh, in the Western Australia, which is apparently opening. Yeah, yeah. two weeks. <laughs> so, I mean, we were literally two weeks away from getting into South Australia when we had to turn around oh. and lock down. Oh, so we, we were yeah. so close. Yeah. We were in Cowell. Yeah, in Cowell, South yeah. Australia when we left. When we, when, when we had to go back home. And, yeah, we would have been in uh, Western Australia in two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's but, plans sort of changed because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Impact, definitely. So, so hopefully, we'll do a big six-month chunk of time in, in WA and um, get up the top in the dry season, and you know, do the Kimberleys and across the top. Yeah, and then see what happens. Any uh, favorite destinations you've visited so far? <laughs> I knew this would be a question. This is a tough question every time. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good places. Yeah, I mean, the cake was amazing, wasn't it? Just the whole thing. And we went with a couple of other couples too, or families, okay. and that really made you. Um, so I think a place like that, you need to have a little bit of backup because it's a bit remote and there's lots of, I mean, we did the Teletrack, so there's lots of crazy obstacles, which I don't think Adam would have done if we hadn't have gone with other people. Mm. So that was very, very memorable. Yeah. Magic country up there. Mm. I think two places I really liked um Tasmania. Um quite for me it's quite slow paced and, and and uh nice beaches on the east coast, especially and quite rugged on the west coast. Um we spent five a bit over five weeks there. It was definitely it wasn't long enough. We should have spent three yeah. months three months there, you know. Mm. Um wow. felt like we were, felt like we were rushing the last couple of weeks we were there, but um, Tasmania is beautiful, and uh, we had good weather too, which, which turned out alright. Nice warm days, so yeah, well, not too bad. Yeah, and then uh, Cape York's been fantastic. Um, yeah, we had I think a total of three weeks in total almost up there by the time we left. Yeah, um, Mount Carbine and head up through Cohen and up to the Telly Track. We spent five days on the old Telegraph Track camping with, and then up to Punsan Bay and had a helicopter flight mm. with the kids, which was fantastic. Yeah, that was a pretty highlight. Um, kids don't stop talking about that. Yeah, uh, you know, and then yeah, and then worked our way back down. So that that was brilliant. 
and traveling with a couple of families is like, like safety in numbers. So it was, um, and it also, also makes it special no matter where you are. Yeah, it yeah. does. It really does. And they, they have like, um, our, our kids age as well. So all the kids got along and it was just really good. Yeah. Yeah. When with, yeah. um, Alicia and Josh, Hey, we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Alicia and Josh and, um, Simon and Courtney Peterson, um, yeah. and their two girls. Um, yeah, it's all through. It's fantastic. Yep. Next, yeah, next uh, must see destination that you're looking forward to. Uh, all right. Definitely. Yeah, I've yeah, never been, been there. there. I went there as a, well, I was a teenager when I was there, but um, I was able to walk up at them. You can't walk up it anymore, can you? Yeah. But, uh, we went out on the Great Barrier Reef the other day, didn't we? We were out off Cairns, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. out to Moor Reef um, with Sun Lover Cruises, I think it was. Absolutely fantastic. And Luke, he's four years, our little four-year-old Luke, he just got in there and got the snorkel on and wow. the confidence is amazing. Yeah. He just, and Logan's diving down under the water and yeah, the confidence they've grown in the last six months even has just been amazing. So it's been really big, good. big changes. Uh, we noticed uh, we only went to two weeks, Kalbari mm-hmm. and um, two weeks, our kids were out in the bush. No, you know, no boundaries they changed so much. Like yeah. they learned so much. They, the yeah. development sort of just skyrocketed. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to all the relay. Really good. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, yeah. I must say, it's one of our places as well. Yeah. <laughs> one to see. You guys um swim with the whale sharks over there? Are they near where you are? No, they. So we're um like Perth. So that's like seven. They're in Exmouth, which I think they're only there in May. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we're like we're south. Oh, we're like seven, eight hours away from yeah. X now. Yeah. There's yeah. more yeah, north okay. from us. Yeah. That's one of his. Yeah, big, that's one of my things. If there's anything I want to do, is want to jump in the water with one of yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they're only in May or something like that. So, if you guys want to work out your trip to be <laughs> there in May. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. No. Plenty of places in WA as well. I guess. WA is so big, it's, you know, that you've got the, like, south where it's more, like, mountains and forests and then you've got the beach as well and then up north it's, again, red dirt with the beaches and, yeah. The landscape so changes, like, every 100 kilometres. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's right. crazy. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Lots of fishing. You love fishing. Yeah. <laughs> and beaches, nice beaches. <laughs> No, I haven't done much fishing lately. I need to get into a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Use drug, bait. Any um any tips and tips and tricks you learned along the way of your first couple of months or that you knew before you started? I think for me, I don't like clutter. (laughs) So just try and don't and when you're telling a lot of weight, you, you just want to keep your weight down and just not clutter so much. I know it's difficult with kids and that they want to bring everything they got with them, but you know, um, yeah, I, I find I live better, more happy when I have so much clutter around me. Um, and what else are the tips? Probably um, get some jerry cans for your fuel. Just <laughs> a few times. We like we're quite. We just like to um, if we see a road or a beach. 
yeah, let's just go there, like very spur of the moment, spontaneous. Yeah, right. So I like to have extra fuel and make sure you got plenty of water in that because we like to be spontaneous. We have be used the extra fuel though once, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We may yeah. not have made it to Cuba PD if we had not had that fuel. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's coming handy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think just, just be prepared. I mean, we carry a sat phone with us just in case. Mm. Um, you know, there's been plenty of places we haven't had a phone reception. Especially, I mean, not everyone carries one, but we've got two young kids and if something, if they got bitten by something or we had an accident of some sort or and they need help. So you, you want to make sure you can provide that for them, you know what I mean? So, mm. um, I can't think of any others I've taught me here. <laughs> we'll think of them later when we've gotten off the call. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think that's why we want to, with this podcast, our reason behind it is that, you know, even for a safety reason, like the more people you know when you're out on the road, the more people you can, you know, if you're in a pickle, then you can just call on them or if, if you know they're in the area. It's good, good way to follow them on social media as well, and mm. and who who's around the area when you're the there. Get the tips and tricks of people doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point, actually. There are lots of places that we never would have gone to if we hadn't had seen other families doing it. Mm. Yeah, so, exactly. like tiny little unknown spots that yeah. you kind of didn't have on your list, but you would have missed out if you'd driven past it. That's what we found mainly, I think, with um, mm. Instagram. Just family, you're gonna you get to know who's in your area, like you said, and then you'll see where they go and you'd be like, oh, I fancy going there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, power yeah. of social media. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a difference between the holidaying and living on the road as well. Because yeah. you get when you're living on the road, you get to meet the locals and you, you get to, to hear you're those. In a rush. Yeah, you, you get to, to hear back. about those spots that no, no one really goes to because it's not a travel, like a holiday destination or a holiday spot. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I struck up some good conversations in the camp kitchens of holiday parks. Yeah. You know, you make a coffee order and next minute you're, you're there, if you're stuck there for an hour, hour and a half, just talking to yeah. or they, well, you should go here, you should go there. So, yeah, reach out and speak to as many people as you can, mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Good yeah. tip to have. And be prepared, make sure. I mean, I like to be safe, so that's why I've got the sat phone, extra fuel, spare tyres, extra mm. spare tyres. Just so we can do that. Off the beat, off the beaten track, sort of stuff. Just um, spare the moment. Especially to have a time limit, time limit of where you need to be and that sort of thing. So, mm. and to float between. We got key areas we want to go and look at. We sort of, we tend to float between those areas, don't we? Um, Just make it up as we go along. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. any advice for anyone that are sitting at home or? Planning their own adventure. Or wanting to. Wanting to start their scared. own adventure. <laughs> yeah, look, I think any new thing's scary, but just dive in and do it. You know, for us, we had nothing to lose, so we just we just took the plunge and just went for it. Mm. Um, you adapt on the way. I mean, nothing's all, you know, it's not all rosy the whole time. You always have your arguments and your quarrels with your kids or each other. And nothing's yeah. perfect, you know. Yeah. So, but, um, but you'll have that at home as well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. when you're not on the road. So. But um, I think I think you live in each, in each other's pockets, you know, in a, in a caravan for twenty four seven. Usually, you know, I'm at work or you know, you get time apart, a lot of time apart during the day because you're out doing stuff. But when you're traveling, you're in each other's pockets, so you got a bit of um 
bit of patience too, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, but just, just go for it. You know, whether you sell up and do it or whether you, you know, you get rent something else out your house or whatever it is, whatever situation you're in, um, people can make it work. And even with kids, I mean, we're schooling Logan with distance, distance education. Um, he gets a video call from his teacher once a week for half an hour. Um, they send out a pack of information every five weeks that we pick up at a post office, depending where we're going to be. Um, we just give them a heads up and we pick that up from a post office every, yeah. every few weeks. And um, yeah, just try and get a bit of a routine. Um, our boys like a bit of a routine, don't they? Um, yeah. So, you know, we just try and keep that real for them and, and um, yeah, just go for it. The kids love it. Kids love it. Yeah, they, yeah, they love it. And they remember a lot of, they remember a lot more than what you think. Always talking about places they go and, and things they've done. And so, um, yeah, been really good. <laughs> yeah, good. We can't wait to get started. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, for, for us, it's it's more of a, well, I've always wanted to be, you know, a dad and spend time with my kids. And at the moment, I'm not, you know, I, yeah. I work five days. So I only see them on the weekends, full days, but during the week, three hours before they go to sleep and I don't see them in the morning. So it's tough for me. I um, Yeah. So once we get started, it's going to be so much easier. I'm looking forward to it. Oh. Yeah, like, same for me. Like during the week, Adam would get home just as they were got, just as they'd gone to sleep. Like five minutes after they went to sleep, he would come home pretty much every day. So wow. he wouldn't even see. Them. Yeah, there's some nice. Like, there's some days. It's like I go three days, four days in a row without seeing them. Yeah, that's awake. Yeah, so yeah. you know, and then I had weekends off, which was which was great. But um, yeah, I mean, we all have our reasons for travel, and I think. Family time is the big one for us. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. I think, uh, unfortunately for you guys, um, about about you, uh, Carol. But um, I guess a lot of people sometimes start because of a, a big moment in their life. Yeah, line, um, line moment. Yeah, and I, I think that's part of what we're trying to do with the podcast is is to show people, you know, that you don't have to wait for that big moment to realize hey it's either yeah life's too short you know you can just go just start just do it there's there's different ways of living there's so many different ways of getting out there um and enjoying life you know i think um the coronavirus has made that more apparent to a lot more people now it's um kind of hit some people hard and locking down and taking all your like all your normal day-to-day things that you take for granted away. I think a lot of people have, have had that realization. Yeah. Yeah. Australia hasn't sold so many caravans in one year than they did this year. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. You can't, you can't buy a caravan. You have to wait nearly two years. Or you pay a lot of money. Yeah. Or you pay a lot of money (laughs) if you're buying a secondhand one. Yeah. Um, Do you guys have a caravan? No, we've got a camper trailer. So we've got a, um, like the tent on the trailer. Um, but we're looking at custom building. Well, I'm just going to build one. Yeah. <laughs> so keep watching our stuff. <laughs> we're going to have like little rookie well, we just saw YouTube the, channel. We had a multi-van, <laughs> a Volkswagen Combi multi-van. Yeah. And um, yeah, we yeah. just sold that and bought a four-wheel drive because we've been struggling to go places 
with the multivan because it's not a four wheel drive yeah, some, like sometimes. So a bit we, more adventurous and extreme, a bit more off track yeah. and stuff. So, <laughs> so we now have a four wheel drive that's going to get kitted out. So <laughs> there's a lot of plans for that as well. Mm. But then once that's done, then I'll start doing the, uh, the caravan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah cool. That's the great thing about having a four-wheel drive, isn't it? Well, yeah, it tows your caravan, but you can just nip away and mm. duck off for that. Thing. Oh, there's a beach down there. Let's go have a drive on that. Oh, let's go do some fishing. Let's do yeah. road see what this You yeah. know, it's just, that's why we, yeah, that's what I like about it. So. Yeah, we're not too keen on, like, caravan camping. I mean, caravan park camping. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll do it, like, once in a while, but we're more going to a farm or you know, to free camps or whatever. Yeah. National parks. And you need a four wheel drive for a lot of that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody have a reason for travel and, you know, mm. everyone's written. For us, obviously Carol's got a story, but you know, family time for us is the key thing right now. So that's why we don't. Mm. Yeah. Do you think if it, if it never happened, Carol would, would you have been where you are now? Probably not. I mean, we no. might have got point eventually. Because you, Adam always used to joke about, yeah. oh, I hate, had a bad day at work today. I just want to get yeah. in the caravan. Come home on a Friday. I'll tell them tomorrow we're packing the ute. That's what you knew that, you know, we'll yeah. go on. Yeah. Joke about it's, it all um, the time. Um, yeah. So it wouldn't be impossible for us to still be in the same position, but it was definitely the catalyst yeah. to yeah. get us going. So it would have happened eventually, but it just sort of brought it a bit forward rapidly. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say, isn't it? It's impossible yeah. to know because yeah. it definitely holds perspectives on everything. Mm. Um, so I don't know if I would have been, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we still would have done some travel for sure Yeah, at some point, but yeah, definitely brought it forward. That's for sure. Yeah. I never thought we'd sell the house we were in. So I kind of think, I don't know, if it, if it hadn't happened, then maybe we yeah. would still be in the house yep. and not have gone anywhere. But I, it's, it's been impossible to say, isn't it? Yeah. Have you guys got plans like where you're going back to? <laughs> or if you're going back at all, <laughs> you're just going to stay on the <laughs> road. Well, look, I'm open for anything. Um, yeah, we obviously be sold up and, you know, put some money away that we can get some, get a house with later on, but you don't get out of touch. But. I'm open to, to um, really loving Queensland right now. So that's, that's, that's really, but really looking forward to WA as well. You know, um, yeah, I'm open to stopping anywhere. Everywhere we go, Adam finds someone he wants to live. Yeah. And a career he wants to do that is not his actual career. <laughs> he's, he's wanted to be a lobster fisherman. <laughs> and, and an apple farmer. Yeah, all, all these different, you just hear different stories. Aren't, is it, I, I forgot some time. Um, Carol yeah. had a, a girl in Tasmania, um, I think she was 29 at the time, reached out to her. Um, she was going through triple negative breast cancer, the same as Carol. Um, her name is Brianna from down in Mole Creek in Tassie. And Carol found her on, on social media and they chatted um, for months and months and months about their experience. And it was pretty much a replica. They're both like a mirror image of each wow. other. Yeah, so we were like three days apart and then we finished treatment again about a week apart, that kind of thing. So, yeah. so we went through the whole thing together and we still talk to each other. And so when we were in Tassie, we got off the boat at Devonport. And that's the reason we went to Tasmania. Yeah, and we went down there and we spent, we spent probably at least a week and a half of those five weeks with them, didn't we? Five or six weeks with them. So, yeah. Um, met Brianna and her husband and her little daughter and 
um, out on their farm and had you a know, bit of a party there. Yeah, we did a fundraiser, um, all sorts of things. You know, it was really, really cool. And um, like you and Brianna just hit it off straight away, didn't you? It's like you used to had something in common to talk about, which is great. You know, yeah. like, so I guess being the husband of Carol, you, you try, you, you try, no, like you try, like even family members try and understand what someone's going through. Mm. But you really don't really know what they're feeling inside. And they talk about it. But her being able to chat to Brianna about it, you could see yeah. how well they could kind of, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that clickiness that... Yeah, we that, basically um, were going through exactly the same thing at the same time. So we kind of bonded over that. And it's, mm. it's different than talking to your partner who's not in the same position. So yeah. we made friends really quickly. And I found that with a lot of people who I've met who've had breast cancer, you have that common ground straight away and you do kind of understand each other straight away and you click quite easily with fellow survivors, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, so, well, it's, it's great to see that out of something like that, you know, great friendships, great, yeah, great things happened yeah. still, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's, I suppose you wouldn't really call it a silver lining, but there's definitely been some good things that have come of it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to, uh, I just started reading a book called green light by Matthew McConaughey. And yeah. I would definitely recommend it if you want to go and have a, we listen to it on audiobook, but yeah, yeah it's... go and read it or listen, listen to it. It's, it's, um, it's really amazing. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Green light oh. by Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> My wife says he's got a magical voice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, do you guys want to let our listeners know where they can find you on social media and follow your journey? Sure. So my um, Instagram is barefoot and breastless. And same with for Facebook and yours. Oh, I've got a little Instagram, Instagram account, um, Droning Round. Okay. So I'm just trying to take some, yeah, you get the drone out and take some shots. Try and take Ooh. some photos for whoever our holiday boy. Yeah. And um, try and do a bit of fishing with it as well. I'll drop a bait out in the water. Oh, nice. really? And, um, little, yeah, a little sky rig hook. Yeah, so it's good fun. Yeah. yeah but, uh, we've got a website. Barefootandbreastless.com. Yeah, barefootandbreastless.com. Um, so you can find all the Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts from there as well. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. You have it, all your stuff on there if, if people want to support uh, breast cancer? Your charity, yeah. And, yeah, so all the information and everything's on there. Absolutely. Great. Yep. That's lovely. Do you have any more questions? No, that, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I just wanted to thank you guys for coming on so late. Yeah, and and sharing your story, Carol. (laughs) Yeah, it's a beautiful story. And I just think, like, the reason why we do this podcast is to hear from the people why they're traveling because, like, we can see on Instagram, we can see the photos, we can see, but yours is especially to get the emotion behind the words, not just the writing and, you know, for people to tell their own stories. Yeah. It's great. But we'll let you guys know, uh, go, uh, is your boy sleeping? In the yeah. caravan and you're... They're, they're in the house, so we're at the bed at the moment. But it was yeah. touch and go, but we got, yeah, we got them got down just in time. <laughs> oh, oh good. good. But I'll let you guys go as well and, yeah, enjoy your week. Yeah. Wherever you're going or having an adventure or... <laughs> yeah, love following yeah. your journey and uh, keep it up.
Yep. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Keep in touch. No worries. Thanks, guys. Come and say hi when you're in the NWA. Yeah. <laughs> For <Cool> sure. <laughs> All right. No Have a good night. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. So that was another awesome episode of Travelling Friends of Australia. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed it. There are many more travelling stories yet to be told and you will be hearing those right here on Travelling Friends of Oz. Please share the podcast and remember to subscribe to not miss out on any adventures. Extra tips, podcast insights, friend connections can be found on Travelling Friends of Australia's Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. If you would like to be featured, get in contact with ourselves through any of the social media platforms or request a feature via our website, www.hustleandchill.com. Thanks, friends, and see you on the next episode.